everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers! Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Monday. It is September 19th. Summer vacation has officially ended. It's time to get back to work, and it is Monday night. Y'all know what that means. That's right. Joe Willie Namath against the 2-11 Baltimore Colts. Unbelievable. Will Lydell Mitchell get 100 yards running? We don't know. But against the Jets, sorry, defense, it's probably going to happen. My question for tonight is, OJ, look at him go. Look at OJ run. Who? What was the first name of the judge in the OJ trial? If you Lance. Could... Oh, my God. Right off the bat. There goes James Friedenberg. Touchdown. <laughs> you would never think that that guy's name was Lance Alito. Right. Wow, that is, imp- that is impressive. I couldn't think of it before. Anyway, <coughs> Jim has returned. We've got the coughs. We've got the colds, but we persevered. Well, Jim persevered as he went to the prospect game, and we'll give us a full recap. Right now, back to GIF. What a weekend of sports. The the Giants, the Jets, the Yankees, the Mets, the Knicks, the Nets. The Sets. The Sets. The Arrows. The Arrows, the Sets. Everybody wins. You get a win. You get a win. You get a win. Except for the Ranger rookies. Yes. It was the first time, what, since 2009 or something? That they all won in the same day? Cutter posted some shit. First time since 2009. Wow. Which is, which is all fine and good. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad it's all kumbaya in New York. But the big, let's be honest, 
Do the Jets give a flying fuck that the Giants won yesterday on the no, same day? The they, they, don't care do the Yankees them. give a shit that the Mets won yesterday and verse Visa? Of course not. <clears throat> Nobody cares. Moving on. Well. The Mets hanging by a thread. The Jets are one and oh. A minute and ten seconds. They're down by two touchdowns. The brownie, the elf, is celebrating. And what's his name? What's his name? Richard Todd says, ah, nah, nah. He hits Johnny Lamb Jones. And then he's hitting Wesley Walker and Al Toon coming out of the Freeman McNeil. (laughs) And the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. Yeah, big deal. That was impressive. Hey, yeah, look, I got to The jet skis. That's a, that's I a big I mean, win. they did come back, but, you know, come on. I mean, they never do that. So that, I guess, kudos for that, that they actually don't ever come back and win a game. So, yay. Being that, that big, bad Browns team. They're taking receipts over there one Jets oh, way. Now everybody's <laughs> all over him. Like, now, that, now they're praising him. I like him. He's a tough coach. Everybody was. Killing him all week. I mean, I, I hey, listen. If you're tipping the cap to the Jets, I guess I'll tip the cap. I'm just waiting for some next catastrophe to happen. So let's see. Hold on. I'm, I'm getting Look, a Facebook. These are not right. expected to be great seasons for either of these teams. So if you are, you know, enjoy it while you can. Uh, no, I don't have the COVIDitis, but uh, I, I uh, got ne- a negative test, but I'm still feeling under the weather, Costa. Uh, Do me a favor. Somebody that is watching on YouTube, please post the YouTube link in the chat for me, please. Please and thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, thank you. So, yes, here we are. We've got hockey started over the weekend. The New York Rangers came to Allentown, Pennsylvania, right here in the backyard of the... Well, let me... I I was thinking about how this would go. I want to ask you questions. Like, you were a... You are an ace reporter. uh, And I, you know, I I feel like... uh, I mean, you're very wanted uh, all over the internet. So people want to interview you. They want to get to know you. They want to get to know you. They want to be close to you. Yeah, they, they interview me, and the first question they ask is, so what's Eddie Geik really like? <laughs> like uh, what's yeah. it like to do a show with Eddie Geik? The real mokes. <laughs> That's a word. Uh, uh, oh, my. <laughs> That's a honeymooners word right there. What? Oh, mokes. mokes. Yeah. I'm a mokes. I'm a mokes. What is a mokes? <laughs> I know what a lummox is. A mokes? It's got to be some kind of colloquialism. I don't know. I just like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking, my brain's all over the place today. I'm thinking about Lance Alito and this <laughs> stuff. Uh, well, let me, uh, let me get, uh, let me get my card catalog, my cards like that guy did on, uh, like uh, Matt's talking about inside the actor's studio. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, Chris Demet, you're a Bills fan, huh? It's rough. Bills are really tough. Fans are tough on the Jets, even before the Bills got good. Okay, anyway, uh, 
So our original plan is I was supposed to join. Th these plans got totally. And I was supposed to join uh, Jim at least for one of the games. But then all of a sudden I, I got like some cataclysmic illness. I have no idea. So, I mean, not really, but, you know, just like debilitating. Grumpy Ed was out in full force. It's not having a good time. All right. So uh, Jim goes, he, he lets me know, and uh, I couldn't make it. And I wish uh, uh, I could have been. Uh, I think I would have added a little more snarl, <laughs> as they say. But uh, all right. So you get to this arena. You've been to this arena. It was held at the PPL Center. In, PPL Center. In Allentown, is it? in Allentown, Allentown, yes. In picturesque downtown Allentown, Pennsylvania. The same oh. one that Billy Joel sang about. Uh, okay. And when you say picturesque, I think you're saying that. I don't mean picturesque. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, okay. So you guys went down there. I mean, you Didn't went down there. Down. As Cartman once said. And uh, first and foremost, there was no, uh, did you see any Ranger media, brass, anything down there? You know, I really thought, and, and I, I did several, several uh, tours of the arena, just kind of walking around, trying to take it all in, seeing what I could see. And I saw not one member of this organization. I really thought they'd be there. I thought there'd be a couple of people milling around. You didn't see uh, you know, what's now his that's face not... in his laptop there. What's his name? That guy. He used to uh, work. Uh, he used to work with the MSG, the the, the website. Oh, Jim Cerny. Yeah, Jim Cerny. Is he still with us? Uh, well, uh, I, I, he's still with us, and you know he's still alive, but. I don't even think he covers the Rangers anymore. I think he works for the Hockey News or something like that. Oh, God. There was uh, the only thing I saw was one guy who worked for the Rangers. He was wearing Ranger gear, and he was taking pictures. Now, what those pictures were for, I have no idea, because from what I've been told, I didn't actually confirm this, but from what I was told, there was absolutely no mention of this on Ranger social media. There was no mention of this. Oh, nobody's interested in the future. I mean, why? I mean, yeah, well, well, they, now. well, they got some new uh, JB show on. Bring Stefan Mateau out for another for another uh, wave, another group picture with fucking another group shot, right? and oh god. <laughs> um. It, Okay, so you didn't see any. I thought maybe Torch would be hanging around. He's involved with nothing. Philadelphia. Nothing. The the Rangers nothing. were coached by uh, Chris Chris Knobloch. Oh, we like Chris right here. He's had a uh, what's it? He's a pretty good record as a Ranger coach during the the COVIDia times. During right when when Quinn was down with the COVIDs. Oh, David Quinn, Joe. And everybody wanted him fired because the Rangers won like three games. Yeah. Uh, replace him with Knobloch. Well, who, can, know, who, who, who would do a better job at handling the kids, apparently, but not these kids this weekend because these kids this weekend look terrible for the most part. Well, they're probably kind of just thrown together. I think Traverse City still went on, didn't it? Or something? I think this is just... I think Traverse City went on, but without the Rangers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think the Rangers have gone... Uh, 
They, they, it's very expensive that area. Very exp- they might just <laughs> never do well in that tournament. They never win, so they just figured, well, we'll play the Flyers twice. <laughs> we will get a split. So, uh, all right. So you there? Uh, it looked like you know it was uh, you know uh, for a prospect game. I looked like it was you know decently attended. I mean, you know, not everybody is into the future. The arena was probably maybe half full both nights. Lots of Ranger fans, as you would expect. Uh, probably more Ranger fans at Saturday's game than Friday's game, which made sense. Saturday, you know, was an early game. It was 5 o'clock. You make the day trip. The game's over at 7, 30, 8 o'clock. Or in the Rangers' case, in this game, quarter after 5. and and you're home by you know you're home by 10 11 o'clock you know call it a day so i thought saturday's game was a little better attended by ranger fans yeah because you know i mean saturday yeah you know did something with a day right it's a day out it's a it's a it's a day out in the countryside you go to you go to picturesque downtown allentown i feel like i'm seeing the video for that uh billy joel video right in my head with the train pulling in at the beginning. Right. <laughs> right. The guys uh, working in the factory. People want to know how much were the tickets. I saw you had fa- very good tickets. You know, uh, this is the home of the Philly Phantoms, right? Well, uh, from what I understand, tickets were uh, anywhere between $12 and $20. Being the you know VIP that Eddie and I are, of course, we were comped. Of course. Uh, you know, owner's suite. No, I'm just kidding. Tickets were $20. And the first night, first game I sat on the corner right next to where the Rangers came out, right next to their, their tunnel. So I got some cool pictures that night. And then the second night I sat over, uh, I misjudged where, <laughs> where these seats would be. I thought they would be behind the Rangers bench. Turned out they were behind the Flyers bench. But I wound up moving anyway because – I'm sitting there, and we'll, I promise I'll get to the I'll get to the players in a minute. But I'm sitting there, and now Eddie was supposed to be with me, so I'm on the aisle seat. Eddie's seat is empty. There's a there's a group sitting in next to where Eddie would have been sitting. You know, a guy and a girl, and maybe their daughter or something. I don't remember. And then we're sitting there, and the game starts. Right, and we're like two minutes into the game, and here comes the family. The father, the soccer mom, the soccer mom's mother, the five fucking kids, each with their food. And when do they come and sit down? Not at the stoppage while the play's going on. So now I got this whole fucking family passing in front of me, and they all got the food. And they're all doing the sideways shuffle because they all got their food in their hand. Meanwhile, there's a game going on. I'm just sitting there. Right, and the whole thing, and then the kid drops his hamburger on the ground, and he's, just, and he's literally just standing there in front of me, staring at his hamburger on the ground like it's going to jump back up into his little burger basket. Right, right. it's got to rewind. So finally, here comes mom, and she's shuffling in, and the kids are shuffling in. And he's, I dropped my burger, and she's yelling at him, and he's yelling at her, and the father's yelling at the kid, and yelling at the mother, and the mother at the family circle. Meanwhile, you know, now we've moved into the third period. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, these rookies are now five-year vets. <coughs> I mean, come on. So, I, so after the uh, after the first period, 
after the first period, I went over, I talked to Brian Attard and his his lovely wife and, and, their, oh, and their son and their son Jaden. I talked to them for a little while. Or excuse me, Braden. And then I went, I went and I found different seats. And I sat all by myself up at the up in the top of one of these sections where there was nobody. And I'm in this row and there's nobody in front of me. There's nobody behind me. There's nobody next to me. I got a wall behind me so I could just stand up and watch the action if I wanted to. None of this. Oh, the older I get, the harder it is to just be around people. It really is. Trust me. I mean, and there were lots of flyers fans there and these fucking Cretans, these subhuman morons who have had nothing to cheer about for years. Years. It's just stupid. I mean, you know, I understand. Look, I mean, this is a kid's game. I mean, to me, and these guys are just sitting there screaming at the Rangers and heckling them and cursing. And not even Rangers yet. You're garbage. I'm like, you know, these are, you know, look, I'm the first one to pull out, like, to go and reach into my bag of heckle tricks, even yeah. with my own team. But th- this felt like, this felt like going to a high school game and heckling the kids. I mean, these are kids. These are 18-year-old guys who, who will never, who, a lot of them will never, ever see the NHL. This was their one and only time in a Rangers jersey, unless they're buying one from Fanatics. Right, right. But these fucking cretins, I mean, yeah. Well, how, like how, I old said, he, I am, how old were these people? How old were the, were the hecklers? The hecklers. Oh, oh, Flyer fans of all ages. There was a group sitting behind, sitting behind the goal down uh, on the end where the Rangers shot twice. And they were sitting behind the Rangers goaltender, you know, in the second period in the second game, specifically when the, when the Flyers scored a couple of goals. And I mean, it was just constant. They're just sitting the entire game, just sitting there screaming and just, I mean, I'm like, you know, this is a, a meaningless game. The 18 year old kids, like, are you that, are you that low? I mean, come on. I, I mean, I sink to lows in my in my time. No, and I you, say things. You gotta pick your spots. You know, it's a meaningless game. And I let my mean- and yeah, I let my mouth run off, and I say things. And again, I am the first one to go to my heckle bag. But, right. And, I mean, and I've said, some, you I've said some on- just god awful things to players heckling them. But I mean, come on, these are eighteen year old kids. You know, I mean, these are these these kids are going to be bagging groceries in in Latvia. Some of them in weeks. Yeah. What, what, what How much hatred the, have you built up for like Zach right, Jones? I mean, right. <laughs> not even not even Zach Jones. These guys couldn't pick Zach Jones out of a lineup. I mean, I'm talking about the I'm talking about like uh, Ty Emerson or uh, or or uh, or Taylor Boyko, the goaltender. I love that guy. Who didn't name. do much goaltending? Wow. Well, you know, Matt, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I mean. I think a lot. We learn that even our fan base has its people. I think there's that 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 idiot element in all the fan bases. Absolutely. I just feel like the 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 inbred factor with the Islander fan and uh, the Devil fan, perhaps. No, not the Devil fan. Although I, I have my Flyer fans. We know Philadelphia's got a rep. So, so uh, yeah. All right. So okay. So all right, you have the 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 the, the people there and uh, the Cretans. I, these Cretans, these the infirmed are out there. No, I wouldn't heckle an eighteen-year-old Islander pride because in a rookie fucking game that means nothing. No, I'm not gonna. No, no, 
What? I, how can how can I like Eddie just said to 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 expand on that? Uh, what eighteen year old kid that plays for that, that's an Islander prospect could I have possibly built up any animosity towards? <laughs> Other than his jersey that he's that he might never wear again, I just I don't never get it. You know, if it's, you know, if it's, uh, no, uh, no, no, I'm not going go, to go huck, heckle some kid fresh out of high school. Yeah, I mean, you're not you know, emotionally invested in it. You're not emotionally no. invested in the game, right? Or the I mean, they're wearing a uniform you don't like, but that's about it, right? And. uh did Samuel Narova uh, impress? Uh, <laughs> Former Minnesota Wild and New York uh, and Rangers. Unavailable. Unavailable. Okay. All right. Well, let's get down to the skinny. Let's get down to bees, beeswax here. Uh, who impressed and who depressed? Uh, we'll st- we'll start with let's start with the bad. Okay. And the bad would be the goaltending. Uh, Dylan Dylan Garan who who is pretty highly touted and you've heard Russ Cohen. He played with team Canada in the world juniors, correct? Believe so. Uh, who you've heard Russ Cohen highly tout on this program. And I did see Russ, by the way, on Friday, he was at Friday night's game. Uh, and you know, he played, he played the first period of game one and played well, didn't get tested too badly, but, uh, but did play well. And then he was, he was pulled. And Talon Boyko played the rest of the game. And then on night two, second round pick Olaf Lindbaum got the start, Eddie. I heard he got bombed. And got bombed. Bombed. Bad goals? Tires had no shots on goal for the first 13 and a half minutes of the first period on, on Saturday night. First shot on goal goes in. Then, then they got... On their fourth shot on goal, it was two nothing, and then it was <laughs> they had a four nothing lead with ten shots on goal, and Olaf was out of there. <laughs> it's the true, awfully. Uh, maybe these guys. Uh, he's talking about the kids. This is about the only game they can afford twenty bucks, so they were acting like assholes. Maybe po- quite possibly, and uh. Lindbaum was yanked and Boyko was was put back in and and he did he was I guess he marginally stopped the bleeding but by then it was too late the damage had been done and the final score Saturday night was five uh, one Friday's game they lost two one in overtime the uh, the uh, I wasn't even sure if there would be an overtime like there was no like there was no you pull no the sand what am I watching that? here. Joe, can you explain this to me? <laughs> Joe, did I miss something here, Joe? I, well, I didn't know. You don't know some of these exhibition games that they're going to play in overtime. Does anybody really care? They're going to do a shootout. Nobody. Does. Yeah, right. But the, but the game ended, and the players stayed on the ice. And the next thing you know, it was three on three overtime. And the Rangers won the opening faceoff. Took the puck down to the Flyers' end of the ice. Got a sh- got a shot on goal. Flyer uh, Flyers goalie stopped the puck. And it was a face-off, which the Rangers lost. Philly came right down the other end of the ice, scored, game over. Good night, everybody. Get home safe. Run for your lives out of out of picturesque downtown Allentown. <laughs> Gunshots. And that was it. Uh, get, you know, s- Saturday night, like I told you, that game, the, uh, the Rangers only had last, I remember looking, and this was late in the third period on Friday's game, 
They only had like 15 shots on goal. They just didn't get a lot going in either one of these games. Second night, the Saturday night game, they did get a lot of shots on goal. They were they were out shooting the Flyers at one point. Uh, I think it was 10 nothing when the Flyers got their shot on goal that went in. Uh, I think most of the game they outshot the Flyers, but just couldn't get anything going. Just couldn't get anything going, and they wound up getting – Getting, their goalie took them took them right out of it on on, on Saturday night. Let me Olaf, ask you this. Olaf, you can keep the jersey and remember fondly your two nights in picturesque Allentown, Pennsylvania. Your services will no longer be required. Wow, we can't. Didn't they trade up to get this guy in the second round? Uh, well, let's not get too. I mean, it's only a. Enough. I've seen enough. Okay, <laughs> I've seen I trust, enough. I trust your judgment. Well, I, I mean. You know, I mean, okay, maybe he had a bad night, but we've heard nothing in the last three years since they drafted this guy to give us any reason to hope that this guy is anything more than a bum. <laughs> and, you know, maybe he hit that Allentown like, nightlife. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm sure he was hanging out at, at Club Tricks in the picturesque downtown <laughs> Allentown. And, you know, it's not like he was playing against, against NHLers in a preseason game. He was playing against the Flyers, eighteen-year-old kids. You know, this was all. This was a pretty even, you know, uh, level playing field, as they say. Did you question uh, Knobloch about not starting Shesterkin? I mean, this is ridiculous. Uh, well, security has to play every game. I was asked to remove myself uh, after heckling. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I, I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't go over. I got her over by the Rangers bench. Did you go, fanboy, try to get a stick. Have your girlfriend, the, uh, the, the uh, I, I did not fiance, try, that. try to get a I, stick. I bag, took my pictures. I took some video. Of, I took some video of warm up, which I shared with the groups. Okay. And uh, I took I took as many pictures as I could, and then I went to my seat. Now, Jim, tell me about this guy. I saw the picture. The Rangers have a six foot seven prospect. Nine, six, six nine, foot nine. Matt Rempe, who I nine. who I am coining the phrase. You heard it here first when fucking. Blue New York and Forever Blue shirts and all those other ones that sell the T-shirts. When they put Rempenstein on a T-shirt, remember you heard it here first. Rempenstein. Six, nine, a protected first-round pick. Uh, I, I'm not. Uh, I have heard this parlance in the NBA. What is a protected first-round pick? Educate me. A protected first-round pick. Apparently, this is uh, you know rock. Uh, the two guys, one cup, always a little bit ahead of the curve than we are. Know what these things are. Uh, look, at, look at the size of this. Look at the size oh of this. Oh, my God. Guy. Look at this guy. He's he looks like he can't skate for shit. He's all He's hunched over. He's not a bad skater. He's all and hunched I mean, over. <clears throat> and I think it's awesome that they had the, the largest guy on the ice and the shortest guy on the ice, and that's Bobby Trevino, the Italian Pinto. Well, well, I you you had a little good you had good things to say about Bobby. I did. I like his game. We're gonna we're gonna uh, talk about him a little bit. He was one of the guys that uh, that did impress me. Hang on, I keep juggling here between my two, trying to get my screens set up. Hello, here. Mark. Thank you, Sean. Hey, Mark. So uh, anyway, there we go. 
yeah, so Matt Rempe, six foot nine. I was talking to Russ about him. Russ said he's added a little offense to his game. Wow. And uh look, he's a I think he's a fifth round pick. So, you know, who knows? But whatever. He is one of the guys I will be keeping an eye on after after watching him this weekend. Um could you tell if he was faster than Ryan Reeves? Eddie, you're faster than Ryan Reeves. <laughs> oh boy. With Costa on your back and your skates untied. Oh, come on now. <laughs> it's funny, you know. Uh <laughs> first edition of the new hockey cards came out for the 22-23 season. You know, and I opened the packs with my wife. It's a whole big thing. And I go, we do the ceremony. We go through the, every name in the pack. Every guy. And every time I get a range, I still get a little excited. I got Ryan Reeves. I go, this fucking guy. I threw the card across the room. <laughs> I've never been so angry at a hockey card in my life. <laughs> so... uh I was just like, wow. So uh, Adam Enstrom, this is another big guy? Another big boy, yes. Did he uh, play? Uh, yeah. Yep, played both games. Oh, how did he look? Uh, not good. <laughs> how do you say not good? Not good. He, he got, I, I believe he got beaten badly on one of the goals. And I seem to remember him making a costly turnover. Well, welcome to the team. Right. Another guy, another guy I was impressed with was Maxim Barbashev. I'm high on that. this guy. He's Ivan Barbashev's bro, bro. Another, uh, another late, later round pick. Uh, very physical. I well, believe. He, I believe, he, and, and he's not a big guy. I'm getting text. Nils Lundqvist has been traded to Dallas for a first round pick. Oh wow. What are, what are we? What are we? Whoa! What's going on here? I, breaking news all over my phone here. That, 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 oh my god! Can't get on. Oh, Brian, it's hard. Can't get on. But Lundqvist to Dallas, and Rock also. Nils Lundqvist has been traded to Dallas for a first round pick, per Larry Brooks. In what draft? Twenty twenty matter. You know what? That's a I steal. Don't I don't. Uh, pro protected. That's what they were saying, protected first-round pick. Maybe, does that mean that it's not a first-round pick if it's a, a lottery pick? Is that what protected right. means? That's I, what I really I don't know. So, but I see there, there, there'll there be a... Sean McCaff has begun his 15-page uh, block on the <laughs> no-glunquist trade as we speak. He's got to add it to the book. It's a late edition. Right. Right. Stop the presses. There'll be a revise. Get out of here, you bum. You didn't want to play. You didn't at that guy. We got Patrick Nemeth there to teach you fucking Swedish, you meatball. Right. Meanwhile, we were stuck with fucking bye, bye. Nemeth. Exactly, John McLaughlin. God bless you. Bye, that bye. Is good... It is a victory for Drury, Rollo. Very, very well said. What is this now? Did Steve Vogel get eight of his jerseys too? This guy's a complete curse. Anybody he gets stinks. Some. Somebody was getting on him on Twitter the other day. Every guy he promotes doesn't play. Or they went out. Come on, Steve. Follow some goddamn Americans. 
Oh, here you go. Brett Anderson. Thank you, Brett. Okay, so we're we're kind of on the right track. If it's a top 10 pick this year, the pick rolls over to 2024 with no restrictions. Oh, okay. I get it. Thank you, Brett. So what you need to hope for is that Dallas is bad this year. It might be, but I think and it's, a, right. and it's like a number nine pick. Number and nine. They're really bad the year after. Right? Yep. Like, yeah, like that's what we need. Yeah. Okay. Well, Dallas, I don't think they've seen, uh, signed Jason Robertson. They'll, they'll be in the, they'll be okay. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but what the fuck do I know? I just know that Niels Lundqvist toodles, just like Costa says, you don't want to play with the greatest organization in hockey, then I don't want you uh, on my team. Larry Brooks also says there could be another component coming to New York. Wow, a component. Doesn't say what. What could become the the Rangers have no cap room for a component? Brett Hall. How, why is everybody high? Why would you get the one number one pick? Brett Hall. Like Madonna. Like Madonna is coming to the Rangers. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, we'll get Mark Tenorti, Jeff Tenorti's father from Dallas. I don't know. I, I, I know I, I never saw anything from Lonquist. He's like the Tim Erickson, uh, like one of these highly touted guy that was just like Tort said about Tim Erickson. I don't I remember he said it like hey, I, I don't understand. I don't see it or something like yeah. that. Right? <laughs> you got to admire Torts for his, a player to be named later. Choo Choo Coleman, um, uh, Chico Escuela. Chico. Baseball been very, very good to me. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. Why we were on the air, bro? Why we we're on the air? I, I mean, thank you to our group for helping us break the news. Yeah, you guys are top peeps. notch. Uh, I, I think so. I can't, I can't for the life of me see what's going on with that guy. So. No, Patrick Nemeth did not help. That's the understatement of the year. So uh, that guy's gone. Pat Price, another number six, former Islander. And once once Patrick Nemeth was gone, there was no reason to keep Nils no Lundqvist, right? Well, I will tell you, <laughs> I was not happy with this guy. And listen, he could turn out to be a good player. I don't know. He's got to gain some weight. But uh, I don't he know. Turns out to be a good player. He'll be a. We'll trade for him in the next rebuild. Right. There's just years. no room. There's no room for the Rangers right now. We on the Rangers. We're so stacked. Chef Rod, Dino Cicerelli. Oh God. <laughs> Dino, drop your pants. Dino, drop your pants. <laughs> an old, an old chant from back in the day. I mean, the Rangers have. Two that there are two, maybe three, possibly, depending on what scouting reports you read. There are two or three defensemen right now in the pipeline who all played this weekend at the rookie tournament that could be NHL defensemen. So, you know, they've got they've got uh Zach Jones, who everyone is clamoring for. 
who, by the way, is a lot smaller in person than than I expected. Yes, he's not a big guy. He's not a big guy. He's Adam Fox sized. If I had to make a comparison, okay. At least he you isn't know, Samantha Fox size. Depends on what size you're talking about. Well, Whoa. actually, if he had if he had Samantha Fox's breasts, I guess we'd have a problem, right? Really? What Samantha Fox's song? What was her song? Uh, I want to have some fun. I think I heard my wife say that. Oh, naughty girls need love too. That's it. That's also Costa's theme. That's his theme song. Um, uh, yeah, Zach is not a big dude. Uh, not a big guy. They want to know about uh, was it Matt so, Robertson? Uh, Matt Roberts. Matt Robertson scored the Rangers' only goal on Friday night, uh, which I believe was. See, Don Cordoza came in with "Touch Me," which is what I thought it was, but but then you were so confident in "Naughty Girls Need Love" too, and and your wife is 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 an '80s music connoisseur, right? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. Anyway, Matt Roberts Matt Robertson scored the Rangers' only goal in Friday night's game. I, it was a power play goal. It's <laughs> it's oh my god. So he looked pretty good. I, I thought defensively, I, I didn't think they – I thought a couple of the guys played well. Uh, Zach Jones was one of them. Zach Jones was captain for the weekend. And wow. I also found out that um, the Rangers told Zach Jones that he did not have to participate in this tur- this tournament. But he asked to he uh-huh, asked to play, good. which yeah. I thought was cool. So, so yeah, he, I thought he played well. Um Hunter Skinner was there. Love He's one that of the guy's other guys that, that they, uh, you know, they think might, you know, be an NHL player someday. And um, Brandon Scanlon also played on defense. Uh, Luca Henault, Hen- Heno. I don't know how you say his last name, but he probably doesn't know how to say my last name, so fuck it. Was, uh, was the Othman prophecy there? The Othman prophecy was there. Uh, Looked okay at times. Got got in a couple of little scrums. Nothing serious. Just he's know, got he's, a little bit of an edge. That guy. He's even said it in interviews. Yeah, he's oh, he, you can definitely goal. see it. Um, Will Will Cooley. Uh, he was uh, he was one of the first how, line. How big players. did he look? Did he look firm? Did he look fit? You know, like he's, he's a good sized kid. Um, Rangers had, had a, were out on the power play, and they were using him at the point. Which mm. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna attribute this to Russ Cohen. Uh, this was not my thought because obviously I don't know nearly He's replacing as much. Panarin at the point. I don't know, you know, I don't know anything about these guys just from what I see. But Russ said, uh, "Why are they using Will Cooley at the point? He has no, he has no wrist shot. He 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 doesn't belong at the point. He should be in front of the net. And he's a big guy. You know, he's a Kreider type guy. He should be in front of the net. You know, swatting at the puck." So Russ said that was a misuse of his talents. How dare he question not block? <laughs> that's just, that's Russ's job. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, I have no idea why. Probably that, that there probably was nothing behind it. Like they just need they. I don't. I I, I mean, if he makes the team, he's not going to be playing the point anyway. So what's the sense even putting him out there? Right. I mean, uh, if he makes a team, he's going to make it as a fourth liner, and I hope he does make the team. I like the kid. 
but I got to see more. You know, right now I've limited exposure to the to the Coolie Man. So, um, as far as guys that stood out to me, Rempy mainly because he's six foot nine. It's hard not for him to stand out. Um, a little bit of Adam Sakura. I like. Uh, he's kind of. Is this his first like uh, appearance with anybody? Like, uh, yeah. Well, this is his first appearance in a in a Rangers jersey. So, all right. So, uh, what'd you like about him? Uh, he's got he's, he's good skating. Uh, I think he was playing on the first line as well. I think he was on the first line with Cooley and uh, Trevino, maybe, or Othman and and uh, and Trevino. Hard. To, uh, I think that's I think that's what it was, but uh. It, Another guy, another guy. I think Ranger fans would like is is Bobby Trevino, the Italian Pinto. Guy's just he's just he's pesky. He's in every you know he's he's pesky. Right. He's the type of guy you know if if his size doesn't hinder him. I mean he's tiny. He's tiny. But he's got the motor and he's in every he's in all the action. He's Zook tiny. I mean he is a. Very small, small, small guy. They want the Italian music from one of your Itai friends. But he's a, but you know, he's a, he's a, he's a mosquito. He's all over the place. Oh, no. He was in the middle of a couple of scrums. And let's face it, he's Italian. He's got red pepper flakes up his ass. It's like, uh, As Tony Soprano once said. So, you know, it was fun to see some of these guys. I got some, I got some video I could I could show you. Yeah, let's see it. I want to see what let's see. Um, you get any pictures of that family that was in front of you there? You make it <laughs> no, I didn't take pictures of the family. I saw Mandar <laughs> last week, by the now way. Now these are in these are what's that? I saw Mandar last week. Did you? Mandar lives. Yeah, he was really having a good time. Stop it. Stop it. Number four. He? he was having a good time. Yeah. Is that, yeah. that possible? He was yeah. winning. Was he winning at trivia? I mean, that's, no. I mean, that's... His wife wasn't there. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. Nah. We were just uh, going down the old memory lane there, and he was enjoying it. All right. Let's see some of this video, guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is there's no particular rhyme or reason here. It's just some video that I took, and uh, actually, hold on. Wait, oh, you say 1973 or something? 75? Oh. Yes. So yeah, at least you get a little breakaway there. Yeah. And then uh I think this was uh let's see. This was after a brief scrum. I don't think there was anything going on here. 
by the way, right, let me see if you can, if I can get him on camera here. This, can you see this guy right here with the black hat on backwards? Oh, yeah. Sitting in the set. This, he was part of the group, him and the fat tub of shit in front of him <laughs> with the crew cut. They were two of the guys. They were there both nights and all night long. Yeah, to hear them. Yes, you could hear them clear as day. It's all about me, and you're not funny. And meanwhile, one of these kids in their first entry level contract, their first entry level is going to make more money than they make in their whole life. Okay, so here's here's another video, and I, I don't think you can hear it here, but this kid that's with them that's standing up behind the glass, he was as foul-mouthed as the rest of them, and that kid didn't look a day over 10 years old. They are just subhuman cretins. <laughs> oh, look how tough I am from behind the glass. Look how tough I am. This this guy is at every game I've ever been to. Really? Is yeah, he a he's stalker? There. He's every he's at every game. Uh there is uh Boyko. Boyko looks a little small though. <laughs> In that picture, at least. Oh wait a hang on. Let me try hold on. Uh where was the I had I thought I had video of the fight. I gotta find it. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can find it here. There's Boyko again. Boyko. Oh, uh, there's uh, Brendan Othman's stick behind the bench. There. Ooh, he was the only to... one. He's the only one that had its had his name on his stick. That's ah, the that's the benefit big... of being a first round pick, right? Yeah, he's big time. Here player. they are coming out of the tunnel. Bobby. Every time I saw Bobby Trevino, all That's I did was yell, hey, 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 Bobby! I really, you got it. You're, you're effective for the Italian players, really. What's that guy's job? Make sure they got safely for the arena? For the rink? Now, this guy, this guy here with the camera that you were asking me about, he's the only guy I saw, other than, like, the training staff, he was the only Ranger employee that I saw, and all he was doing was taking pictures. It's, uh... And this guy, Newman, <laughs> this guy, Artie Lang, Artie <laughs> Lang. Wow, he's got some. Cra- he's got a Grandpa Lewis look going with that. Uh, I guess was that he was very upset face. that this girl didn't bring him a gelato. <laughs> and obviously, that's like a skip a gelato once in a while. Wow. There you yeah, go. There we go. Oh, look at it. Nice Camp, picture. Kempenstein. Kempenstein. There he is. Zach Jones, the captain. Oh, here's the fight. Here we go. Who's it? That was uh, what was his uh, Jaden Gruby or 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 Groob? I think it's Gruby. That was him. He got yeah. into a fight. 
And let's see if I had anything else here. Rempy, nope, going backwards. And that's just the lineups. Oh, there's there's Dylan Garand getting ready for come out on the ice. There's the Italian Pinto. Really loving that guy. Rempenstein. Yeah, again. Really. Oh, these guys, <laughs> these guys <laughs> cracked me up. <laughs> they actually got on screen with that sign that said fired Chuck Fletcher, the Flyers GM, and the ah. place went crazy. They were really nice guys. Yeah, I told you they're good fans out there, but they're, they're rare. Yeah, yeah. When you can make so, fun of your own team, then you, you're right, cool yeah, with me. Totally. I mean, we've been doing that for years. Right, years. Tell so I got some. I got some good. But there was there's a lot more. But I I tried to pick out. The I wish I would have been there because I think we would have came up. You did great, but we could have come come up more bits. But uh, could ask those two guys about Pelly Lindbergh. Yeah. I don't know those guys. Many not even remember Pelly Lindbergh. Jesus, right. so long ago. Uh, all right, good. That's good stuff. And uh, I'm trying to uh, digest uh, the Steelers Lundquist trade. I think I've digested already. <laughs> over it. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, and let's talk about uh, this, the, 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 the the unforgivable crime of the Rangers not re-signing Tyler Mott. Uh, some of the fan base is not happy that uh, Tyler Mott decided to go to Ottawa for 1.3, 1.5, whatever he went. Rangers couldn't afford him. And I don't know what you think about it, but I think it's just the Rangers are not interested and Tyler Mott as what? much as they are with Sammy Blay. Is they really want to take a look at Sammy Blay? He's that type of player. What did um what kind of contract did I I, I saw the money? Was it a one you got a one, a one year deal? deal? I'm not exactly sure. Well, the I, I think the Rangers, specifically Chris Drury, made it pretty clear very early on that he was gonna price himself out of what they wanted to spend and I get that. Hey, look, I like them. I think I like them more than anybody. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love this game, but uh, you know, you can only, there's only so much money to go around and you know, there's, there's a lot more money that's going to be spent in the years to come. What are you going to, uh, what are you going to do? Yeah. They've got to, they've got to fill some other holes. Yeah, got to, unfortunately, we fell in love with a lot of these guys during the playoff run. Uh, right. The, I mean, you know, Frankie, the rifle, uh, cop to a degree, certainly the regular season and, and even some in the playoffs was, was good. Um, uh, we lost Ryan Strome, which most fans are happy about. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, we milked that for as, as much as we could. And uh, who was the other gentleman we lost? Uh, uh we lost the defenseman whose name I can't remember. Uh, Justin Braun. Justin Braun. He went back to Philly. Yeah. So we could get him again next year. Yeah. He could be back for the next playoff run. It's entirely possible. Why not? I, you know, as far as Ryan Strome goes, I, 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 it's not that I was happy to see him go. I mean, it was a good Ranger for a couple of years, but it's time to move on. They had to get better at that position, and I, I think they did. 
Did they overspend for Trocheck? Well, time will tell. I mean, I've been, you know, parsing what everybody taking the temperature of the so-called other team experts. What? Rectally. The only way I like it. <laughs> That's how you get the best results. I, I use the heated uh, KY when I do it. <laughs> but it's go right to the horse's mouth. Yes. Results. <laughs> For the romantic enhancement of the there whole thing. Um, uh, so uh, the the people are saying the Rangers really made a, a good uh, acquisition in uh, Trocek, that he's better than people think. Um, and you know, he's good. Well, we know he's better on faceoffs, so that's a huge problem. Then I guess people worry about whether the chemistry will be there with Panarin. I'm, I would arguably say that, that Panarin makes everybody look so good. I we mean, didn't know he'd have any chemistry with Ryan Strom until it happened, right? I mean, so, you know. Was anybody worried about Panarin's chemistry with Ryan Strom before he got? I mean, nobody said, "Oh, can he?" Oh, he said, my God, we're bringing in Panarin. Can he play with Ryan Strom? Right. Yeah. You put them big. together, you figure it out. Chemistry. So, the build it. Right. Send them bowling. Send them on team building. Bowling. <laughs> Get them dropping water balloons off the Chrysler building. They'll bond. They'll figure it out. They're professionals. Yeah. I think Trocheck is definitely an upgrade over Strom. I mean, you know, not as he's just an all. Uh, was he? As are you being sarcastic? Rock. I don't think Rock likes uh, Trocheck. Rock hates the Trocheck move. Well, hates uh, it. Well, Rock got his way. Rock got his way with Jacob Truba. But he took, he took a beating though the first two years. He did. He took it like a man, and he's still standing. He also did not like Ryan Reeves at all. The well, slowest man in the NHL, I remember him saying. He's uh, not wrong. Well, Rock, I wish you'd come on the show and maybe tell me why you don't like Trocek. Uh, or, uh, you know, say in the chat room, I, you know, I respect your opinion. What do you guys think? I respect your opinion. I mean... Yeah, but th yeah, that's true. He was a non-factor. He's not. Is he supposed to be a factor? Isn't Jonathan Huberdo Huberdo supposed to be a factor? I mean, that entire team was a non-factor in the play. All right. <laughs> what do you think, Jim? I mean, you were a playoff stud. The whole team. I mean, I I don't know. I'm not. You're not going to saddle him with that. No. Um. What about everybody wants, to, everybody wants to saddle Panarin with it? Oh, well, not yeah, everybody. not everybody. Not everybody. Oh I'll my God, everybody. this is something. Rock has just said, "I love Trocheck as much as I like football," and that, ladies and wow. gentlemen, that's wow. Well, hey, listen, I'll I have to tune into your podcast, and you take calls on that show. I'll rip you a new one. <laughs> this is the greatest signing ever. I believe their show is pre-recorded. Oh, okay. Wow. Have me on as a guest. I'll Actually, no. Well, they were no. They were doing live video. I think so. I don't know. Maybe uh, you're gonna go on there. And, you're gonna go on there and rip them. Really? I'm gonna. No, I would never do that. But I would joke around with them and be like, well, I don't know. This guy might be in the art, the art Ross next year. You know. 
We'll see. I have. Uh, how could I, you? I have... How could you judge Trocheck? How much have you seen of him? I mean, maybe you're more into hockey than I am because it's your only sustenance sports-wise. You do like baseball. He does like baseball. He's a Yankee fan, right? He likes the Yankees. Uh, nothing, nothing is, nothing comes before hockey, though. No, well, hockey's the greatest sport that was ever invented. Uh, uh, so, um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, who knows? He's he's usually right. Is he better than uh, Grachev? The Russian rifle. The Russian rifle. Um. Okay, so we, we got that. A lot of people, here's a question, a general hockey question for you guys. How you, how you, oh, yeah, we'll get into that. Um, Or maybe not. Uh, well, I'm going to come on as, I'm going to have, I'm going to have Trochek's father come on and whip you into shape. Okay, so anyway. Uh, what I wanted to talk about was uh, now that Florida, you know, they shit the bed in the playoffs, right? And uh, uh, oh, I, oh, he's gonna call. Give him the link. Well, while we're trying to work with Rock here, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, now that Florida didn't do well. Do you think the fans are gonna come back next year? Is you're a former Florida resident? We have some former Florida guys here. Do you think the Kitty Nation there is going to be back, or uh, we'll see? They've they've undergone some changes, but I mean, they're still going to be a good team. They're still going to be formidable. Yeah, I guess they're going to weigh heavy on that goalie Spencer Knight, since Bobrovsky's. I don't know what's going on with him. His shelf life may be over, but these uh, things. I have two other quick stories from the oh, yeah, game go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. from the games this weekend. Very quick. Uh, so I was tweeting some stuff while the game's going on, and I, I got a tweet from a gentleman named uh, whose name is John 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 Pacini, and it turns out that John lives. John is also a Rangers and Giants and Mets fan, and wow. lives, and literally lives about three streets down from me. Wow, kids! So he went to the. So he was at the game Saturday night. I got to meet him, and then and then I was talking to him and and his son, uh, Jacob, a little bit on Twitter, and he's also a Mets fan. So John said he was going to tune in tonight because John is is of our age, I'll say. So John, if you're watching, howdy neighbor, howdy ho, God Hope bless you're you. the show. And uh, and then the last thing I will share from. This is from Friday night's game. I'm sitting in my seat and I look over and I see this kid, young kid, and he's wearing a Rangers jersey. And I'm looking at the jersey and I'm like, that kid's wearing a Chris Kotsopoulos jersey? Yeah. And I even had to, I'm like. That's Connor. And I'm like, (laughs) I said, and I had to, I had to, I'm like, is that even, was that his number 24? So I real quick looked him up. It on was. Yeah, it's Ryan sure enough, I thought it was, but yes, that is his number. So I went walking over these people after the first period. And I, and I said, excuse me. I said, but I have to ask because I've never seen one before. I said, how did you wind up with a Chris Kotsopoulos jersey? So 
it turns out that they know him. Oh. They know Kotze. And somehow the kid met Kotze somewhere and they became friendly with him. And and this kid had the Kotze jersey specially made. And wow. Kotze, good friend. Kotze lives up in the Poconos, not far from me. I was... And, you know, I thought, well, what if this is Kotze's family? And the next thing I'm going to see is Kotze come walking down to, walking down and sitting with these people. Oh, boy. And I'd have to pull my hat down. You know, I'm sitting there with my hood up. You know? Oh, big you know, boy. Kotze looks over, and here I am like this, you know. Yeah. Orson Welles. they like Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, my. Fugusi. So, just a friend of, <clears throat> just a friend of Kotze's. What'd you say? Oh, Ryan, uh, uh, Mike, you say, what do you do with that Fugusi jersey? Fugusi. Oh, man. <laughs> so. <clears throat> Still makes me laugh, the Fugusi. Hey, What's there up, he Doc? is. What's up, boys? What's going How on? Are you? How you been? I am doing good. I'm a daddy daycare. My wife is on a business trip in San Francisco. So oh, I have wow. her, I have my kids alone for the first time for three days. Oh, so man. So are they uh are Yeah, they... this is my first moment of peace I've had since six AM. Oh so. man. Yeah. It was it's, I'll tell you it was, ended out to be a pretty a pretty decent night though. A trade happened, so a little excited, a lot to talk about. So yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's pretty cool. I think that's a I great mean, deal for the Rangers. I have listen, um you know, I Sean and I talked about it on the show. We we said that, you know, Drury is very patient. He's unfortunately, you know, fortunately for us, but not to be compared to Lou Lamorello. He, you know, he's very patient. He was patient with Georgiev when, you know, they didn't have to, didn't really have a market. But even though the goaltending market kind of blew up and they were trying to how to move him, you know, with his contract and everything else. But, um, you know, he was a late first round pick, Nils Lundqvist, and, you know, they, they got a first-round pick, which is obviously top 10 protected which from what they're saying right now. And for what I just uh, – Vince just uh, tweeted out that they think they got a fourth-round pick as well. Wow. And we all know fourth, four, third, fourth-round picks at the trade deadline were moved around like, you know, like there was no tomorrow. So for them to add another fourth-round pick, well, there's maybe another Tyler Ma trade at the trade deadline if, if that, in fact, is true. So – it's a it's a great move in general. I mean, he did a he did a fantastic job for a guy that was definitely not going to play for them. So it's very good. <laughs> Coast is going nuts over there. Yeah, uh, I see that. Yes. So uh, what, tell me what they. I don't want to have to attack. Maybe I'll attack you on your own. You can attack me. No, I, I I don't. I, he would never I come from a spot where I. Is it the term that you're having a problem with? I don't like the. I just, you know, Eddie, you, you have you've had guys in in as a fan, and I'm sure Jim Stame, and I'm sure everyone in the chat room, just you just don't like. There's just something about him. Is he has a punchable face, which is not the reason why I don't like him. Chris Drury. I, he's played on loser. He's played on loser on lo, in loser franchises for the most part, in, in Florida and in Carolina. And I feel that Drury had a, had a certain amount of money to spend. Because they're they're tied up in seven guys take up you know what is it seventy percent of their cap something something ridiculous like that and they needed a guy to fit a certain money structure not get the best guy available I mean you couldn't have told me J T Miller would have been a much better person a much better player obviously he would have come at a bigger number but I think he's a better player I think Mark Shifley's a better player but obviously both of those guys didn't get traded. 
So I just felt like they brought in they brought in a guy that all right, well he's better than Strom on faceoffs. Wonderful, wonderful. Again, we're we're get, getting guys that are just like we used to get everyone to, who was going to be the quarterback for the power play. Kodalik, you know they're always trying to replace. So now they're trying to get guys that just can win faceoffs. So now is that is that the whole reason you brought this guy in just so we can win faceoffs? It's essentially Ryan Strom, same numbers, same everything except for he has better faceoff numbers. I think he kills penalties a little bit better. But again, that's not a reason to bring in a guy to pay to play for seven years and and play second line center. He's not big. He and you know, I mean, these guys get eaten up in, in in the Eastern Conference. And I don't know. I just I don't like it. I felt like they just brought in a guy based off of what his salary was going to be, more so than is he actually a better player than than the other guys that were out there. That's how I feel. And maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just being, you know, no, ridiculous I mean, in a I lot of ways. You make, you make some valid points. We're talking to Rock from Two Guys and One Cup Podcast. Catch it. It's, uh, it's all the rage with the young kids nowadays. <laughs> yeah, right. And the people. Not us. Nah, you There's rock. so many shows now. You know. And, oh, and no. Jim, Jim said it a million times. I mean, the amount of podcasts, and they're all the number one podcasts. Every one of them. <laughs> you know, no matter who, no matter what show you listen to. Because you know, I listen to a lot of I listen to a lot of shows because I want to I want to get better. I want to learn. You know, you guys were the staple. I, I you know, you guys allowed me to come on and and kind of vent vent for a half hour and sometimes longer. Oh, yeah. And uh, you know, you guys have always been here. You've been the staple and you know what people strive for as far as a podcast. So when I go on and I listen to these podcasts and I hear them, number one podcast, number one podcast. Number, I'm like, how, how do they all be the number one podcast? This? Like, what are you basing this off of? Yeah, There's, it's incredible. There's, there's one that I've been seeing a lot of, uh, uh, and I'm not I'm not really on other than occasionally you know with Facebook I'm not on Twitter much anymore I, mm -hmm. I try and avoid it at all costs probably smart <laughs> but um I, I the, the so the one I'm on the most is Instagram and I've been seeing these guys that constantly post on Instagram and now of course they're usually one of the first things that come up they're all over the place but now of course I don't see them. I mean, is this it? No, this they just had Molly Walker on today. One. There's a Blue Molly? Seats Mafia. Molly was that, on. That's one of them. I, I, I forget the name of it now, but these guys are they're and they're they're constantly posting on Instagram something about the Ranger Brothers podcast and their Uncle Ed or something like that. I, I don't know. I never even I'm heard of that one. Uncle Ed. <laughs> now I can't. I uh, now I, I can't I remember never, the damn name never, of it. I never even heard of that podcast. I I I like to I like to surf and see what's out there. You know what I'm saying? And some of it's total garbage. And like, and some of it's okay. You know, but I like things with personality. Like you guys got personality. You get very invested in your opinions. Yeah, and that's how we are. And you know, right? It's not wrong, healthy though. It's definitely not healthy. <laughs> I mean, I, I I mean, I'm sure. I mean. I had a friend after our last podcast. I lost it on the Tim Stutzel contract that he got eight years and eight point three, whatever he got, eight point one five million from Ottawa, based off of one good year, still on his entry level contract. So this guy could fall off a cliff, and now he just blew the entire salary structure out for guys off an entry level contract. So now, what happens now with Lafreniere? If he has a sixty point season or fifty eight point season like Stutzler had, so now he's looking now for eight million dollars. So I, I completely lost it, and my friend texts me the next day. He goes, 
I'm just checking on you to make sure you're okay. Then yeah. you're <laughs> because you just lost it. And there's just certain things like you get so invested in this stuff and, and it's not healthy. So right. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, yeah. slowly, you know, yeah, don't worry uh, about the, the kids have mellowed me a lot. That's for sure. The kids there have mellowed me a lot. Rangers Ed Pod. Three Eds, one podcast. Wait a minute. That's oh, just like they ripped off his name. Your oh. unofficial NYR podcast for all things blue shirts. No media affiliation. Listen on iTunes, Google, Spotify, links below. But I'm telling you, these guys are posting like every What's going on? Every yeah. day. I don't know if they're this... actually doing a podcast every day. Yeah. They're in Long Beach, Eddie. Next year, if we meet at, if we meet for breakfast, <laughs> we'll find these guys. We'll throw there down. There you go. There you go. Throw down what hamburger? The... We're not throwing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, kidding. Man. My arms anymore. Yeah, but I I mostly like I to gravitate towards the ones that that look like like I'm I'm looking for the ones I can make fun of, like Strokey and the redhead, like those oh, two. Yeah. Like, I get it. I'm, I'm gravitating towards the bad stuff so that I can goof on them. I don't. I have. I do there, listen right? to. The, I do listen to Rock and Sean occasionally. I do listen to Brian Atard occasionally, but I try. I and this is just me because I try and keep. I don't want to let anybody else's opinions influence mine. Oh, I am afraid, to, and I'm one. always afraid that if I that if I listen too much to other shows, that it's going to affect what I say, how I say, what I do. Yeah. You know, I always want it to be whatever I say, whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, whether you think I'm smart or stupid, at least I want it to be mine. You know what I mean? I get it. No, listen, that makes perfect same sense. Reason, I mean, and God's honest truth, it's the same reason why I could never be a stand-up comedian. I've had people tell me, oh, you're so funny, you should be on stage. No way, because I know I'd be up there five minutes and I'd be stealing from George Carlin. In, <laughs> like, I would just start ripping something that I heard George Carlin say and then, you know, yeah. or, or Seinfeld or or Jeff Foxworth or somebody else I yeah. think is funny. I, I would just, I'm just, I'm always afraid that I'll just be too easily influenced. As dumb well, as that sounds. If, if I was true. doing a podcast in 1975 or 1980, say, I'm, I would be so up to speed on everything. But over the years, there's a lot of the stuff that I don't know, like the little intricacies about the salary cap and stuff. So I like to listen to other podcasts that people who know this stuff, because, uh, you know, like the protected pick. I've heard it used in the NBA, but I have really no, I had to really no, had no idea what it was. Usually, usually the protected picks have now been like lottery picks. So when you see, when you hear protected, a lot of times it's usually top three protected, but I guess they changed the lottery. Slightly, I, from what I heard. I mean, again, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure about that. So, this one's top 10 protected. So, and this 2023 draft is supposedly extremely deep. Okay. So you know, you know, it's an extra chip for the Rangers to play with. You know, again, come the trade deadline, if they have to do right, some other things. Goalie. Yeah, God. Or, or another so, defenseman. So, yeah. basically, your gripe with Trotech <laughs> is that it's almost like Drury. Got the guy that fit exactly. It fit, he fit a number. He fit a, he fit number. a salary. He fit a salary number, number that they needed to fit at. He didn't get the best player available. Right. He didn't get a guy that really moved the needle, and that was my problem. I just I look at I look at Trocheck. I don't think of him as a second line center. You know, I don't think he doesn't move the needle. He's not a one two punch. 
You know, obviously we can't compare him to Malkin and Crosby, but you know, he's not he's not that one-two guy. He's not to me. He's just not a, a huge upgrade over Ryan Strom. And you're you're bringing back essentially the same exact team, and you're praying you're praying that these young guys take the next step. Well, I... Otherwise, you're holding on. You're holding <laughs> on until the trade deadline again. That's essentially what you're doing. Well, I mean, that's kind of the same thing they were hoping last year going into the season was that the what it was that all these young guys took that big leap and really they they didn't necessarily do that what what balanced it out was Chris Kreider doubling his career best right. in goals I mean that was really you know that really kind of made up for it I think everybody expected more from Kako and and Hedl and and even Lafreniere during the regular season mm-hmm. and I just think Chris Kreider wound up making up for that but uh, you know you I think you're right I think this year you know they're hoping that those guys take the leap that they should have taken last year, really. Yeah, I listen. I don't. It's just. It's just. It, I shake my head and and I and I. I Sean and I. You joke worry about too much. You worry. I worry. I worry. You're right. The problem is, Eddie. We've had two lottery picks, right? In our history, we've had two solid lottery picks, and we can't ever get a. I mean, it's just like you. Which, why can't we have the player that just steps in and lights the world on fire? Why is it that always we're always waiting for this guy and always waiting for the guy to, to get better and hoping and praying and this and that and the other thing, especially the forward? Yeah, we've the got the defenseman. We had Leach. We had Lundquist. We drafted – well, Lundquist is a seventh-round pick, but we drafted the, the great defenseman and the great goalie. When are we going to draft the great forward? How many years has it been – Have the, the Rangers don't have one Hall of Fame – you know, have never drafted a Hall of Fame forward. In in how many years? I mean, I don't know if Kovalev's ever going to go get to the Hall of Fame, but he's probably the best forward the Rangers have ever drafted. Like, when are they going to draft that stud superstar forward that that's here for fifteen years? And most it's of just, his it, it never happens. Okay, I I get it. It's just frustrating. You know, you, you, I remember when Kaka, I've said this a million times when Kaka was drafted, I was shaking. When they got that pick, you guys were on the air with Joe. I was shaking. Like I couldn't, I, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I was so excited. Can't miss. Well, as of right now, Trevor Zegras, who was drafted how many slots later already is a better player than him. Now, again, yeah. is it a European thing? Is it a North American thing? I don't know. Line stepped in and scored. What did he score? 40 something goals. His yeah, first season, first, 30, yeah, 40 goals. His first season. He didn't have a problem. Yes. No, now, I hear what he played saying. on the bad team. I don't know. I don't understand why the Rangers having such a hard time developing prospects, especially the forward prospects. It's yeah, a problem. No, it's been a it's been a generational problem with this team. I mean, uh, other than Gilbert and before, you know the, this is before the drafts, but Gilbert and, and uh, Rattel, you really can't think of some you know major impact forwards that they've ever had that were drafted. And uh, Kovalev, just going back to him, you know, he may or he may or may not go to the Hall of Fame, but even if he does go to the Hall of Fame, his it really his bigger success was not on the Rangers. He right. he was more it's successful. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And he had more points in less seasons, more goals, more assists, more well, points uh, in can, less seasons. Is it is it is it unfair or is it? If I were to say Chris Kreider turned out to be a really good draft pick, I mean, 
I know he had the big season. I don't really expect him to get over 50 next year, but he's a power play force out yeah. there. One of the, he's probably the best in the NHL right now. So he's he's definitely he's turned the corner and he's reinvented himself and he's being he's instead of trying to use his speed, he's he's using his that that genius brain of his instead of trying to bulldoze his way through everybody. He's he's figuring out ways to get into the soft areas of the ice, deflect pucks, and do the little things that, that needs to be done. When it's all said and done, and, and I have to go back and look at it, Kreider might turn out to be in the top four in all time in goals for the Rangers, which is is crazy to even think. <laughs> it's like it was such um, a bad franchise. To, <laughs> and uh, if he plays the length of his contract and he averages a certain amount of goals a year, I, I have to go back and look at it. I, I I've said it once before and I can't remember, but again, okay. I mean, he's he's going to be a great Ranger. He's going to have a nice career. He's going to be a great Ranger. He's he's going to have a nice career. I guess he'll he might go down as one of the best Rangers they have ever drafted, especially in the first round. But he's not that superstar hall of fame right generational talent that you know the rangers never seem to i mean other than leech i guess if you could go leech and lundquist those are the two guys immediate right. impact yeah here, here you go rock chris Kreider is already in the top 10 all time for rangers in goals yeah mm -hmm. uh if he has a if he has a normal let's say he has his average season 28 goals <laughs> if, if he has 28 goals he will pass Leach, he'll pass Vickers, he'll pass Messier, and he'll pass Camille Henry. And he would move to number six with Vic, one Hadfield, with Vic Hadfield just ahead of him. Now, if he scores, let's say he hits, if he hits 35 goals this season, he'll move into the top five. If he were to somehow replicate last season, he will pass Adam Graves and become third all time behind only Gilbert and Rattel. That's, isn't that insane? That is I mean, when you sit back, guys, you're talking almost a hundred years of hockey. A hundred years. Yep. And to me, I laugh still because they're still breaking Bill Cook's records. Bill Cook <laughs> still holds records. Right. The guy played in a 50-game season, 40-game right. season. Maybe Sean can correct me how many games Bill Cook and played per season. And, and they're still breaking 19, records and, and, and passing from, and, and not passing Bill Cook. From 1937. I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible. It just, it just, it boggles my mind that there's still, he still holds records in this franchise. <laughs> and I'm going to use my coin phrase. There are, there are probably a dozen people, maybe whoever, I would say half, half, three quarters of the guard in that. If you put a picture of Bill Cook out, they couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Wow. Wow. You couldn't. You wouldn't know who he was. They throw these guys on 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 the, at the on the jumbotron before a game. Ching Johnson, Davey Kerr. They don't. No one knows who they are. No one knows who they are. Well, no idea. One of the, one of, the old one guy, of the, old guys who play for the Rangers. One of the guys that uh, that uh, Kreider passed on his way up the list last just last season was Dean Prentice. Who the hell yeah. knows who Dean Prentice? Dean Prentice. Is? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he just pass away recently? Uh, I think he just passed away recently. 2019. Okay. Yeah. Well, COVID kind of changed a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't tell your frustration, but what does this have to do with the price of tea in China? You're all upset about the Rangers, the horrible freaking uh, uh, legacy. 
We, we came off a great year. I hung out with my buddies for the football draft. I don't say I know you hate football and I hate it too. But uh, I had a fantasy football draft. I didn't. Uh, these guys <laughs> following the Rangers 40 years. And I only see them once a year. I said, So what'd you think of the season? Oh, we're happy. We're happy. Why happy? We're happy. Why are you unhappy? I want a cup, Eddie. I want to experience a cup before I'm too old to enjoy it. You know, okay. I want to, I don't want to have to be going to see a parade in a walker or a wheelchair. <laughs> I don't like to be drooling on myself. I want to enjoy it. You're going to be on our float. You're going to be on the BSU You guys were fortunate. Float. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I want to be on the front of that. You guys were, you were what, in your early, your early 20s? The rest of the cup? You got to drink at the 20, parade. Yeah. You got to enjoy it. I had to take a final. I was yeah. 14 years old. I was in eighth grade. <laughs> I, I'm oh, going to experience boy. this before I'm too friggin' old to enjoy it. I, I hear you. But you I got mean, God, one cup, adding... one cup in 80 years. <laughs> you're getting a break. I, I understand your frustration when you put it in that way, because I have always said, other than the day I got married, that was the best day of my life. I will go to my grave saying that. That parade was unbelievable yeah. like the weight of the world was off me like right. all the, the all the shit i took in school all the, the yeah. disgusting losses Especially from the island of fans living on long island yes uh, oh the, god 1984 how many oh god it was great day it really it was, was. psychiatry so let me ask you this alone. really quick because I, I have to run but yeah okay. the uh how long so you were you were a little so obviously you were a little older than me when they won and Jim as well, but how long how long did that cup did you were you satisfied with that cup before you said, All right, enough with 94, I want another one? How long how, what was the time frame for you? It was like a year. Like <laughs> it was like a year. Like I was like honestly, oh. the minute I saw the devils win it, I was like, you know what? This is fucking bullshit. I want another cup. Yeah. Yeah. Because now, that's because now it. I've yeah. seen the fucking devils win as many cups in my lifetime as I have. I want another one. And then the devils want another, and then they want another. And I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm like, did I, this is how I have to pay for my one cup is to watch them win yeah. three. <laughs> yeah, it was all gravy yeah. for, for me for about a year. I didn't even care if they won or lost in that 95 se the next season. But, yeah, it took about a year, and then I was like, I, I, I want to experience this again. But, yeah, it, it, if you look at it, it, it's a disgusting franchise. This franchise is really one of the worst. I don't want to bring, I don't want to bring it down because I'm I apologize for people. I didn't mean to bring bring the show down. Ah, it's nah, it's, it's passion, down. and I just wanna I just wanna win so badly. And it's just I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. When 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 they were up to nothing, oh. I never do. Oh, the, when, you know, the, I was playing in the parade. Sorry, well, we know two games to nothing. Yeah, I was planning. I, the, I was planning. The, I was planning. All right. I can I, do I can I be off these days and and I never do that. I know and it did I, creep into my mind too. So mad at myself, straight. I said it creeped in. It yeah. creeped in for the first time in my life. I never liked that. So well, you think about it. Anyway, guys, thanks for uh, for letting me vent here. No problem. I appreciate it. It was good to hear from you. Yes, I will definitely. Talk good to luck you the next two days. Doing it with you guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Yes, you too. Thanks. I appreciate it. Take, Take care, care. Have a great night. Good night. Bye. You too. Bye. Later.
The great rock from. I know, I know Rock had to go. I wanted to throw these out, but then he had to go. You, you want to hear, since we're looking at numbers and we love to talk about this shit, here, here's a couple other numbers that I find crazy because for a team that has a 100-year history. Mika Zibanejad is already 24th on the, on the, on the list of all-time point scorers for the Rangers. He's already 24th. Wow. Derek Stepan is 27th all-time. And Matt Zuccarello is 28th all time. And Peter Nedved is 29th all time. But the, the fans couldn't stand this guy. Couldn't wait to run him out of town twice. And he is he is in the top 30 all time in point scores. Twice this guy got ran out of town. I would like, when we have more time, look at the original six teams and see where our guys stat up against, you know, uh, uh, head you know, like who's the all-time score for the for the the Bruins, like where we our guys would be in that. Is it really that bad, or is it? Well, uh, if Bill Cook has still got some records, I think it's pretty bad. But like, who's the all-time Bruins score? Is it like Johnny Busick? Is it? Uh... I, I wouldn't even know. Phil Esposito, goal scorer. Espo's got to be right there, right? Hold on, I'm looking. I'm. Uh, it's coming through now, Con. This is also a good cue if you want to look at trades and stuff. Sean McCaff's got a book coming out, Tricks of the Trade, I think it's called. Ray Bork is the Boston Bruins' all-time leader in points scored, fifteen hundred and six. Wow. To put that in perspective, the Rangers' all-time points leader is Rod Gilbert with 1,021. Wow. That's... Their all-time goal scorer is, you are correct, sir, Johnny Buchik. 545. Phil Esposito is second. Rick Middleton is third. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. And who's our all-time goal scorer? Gilbert. What do you have? 406. That's pretty bad. That's a big difference. You got three or four guys. Bad job, Mike. Uh, let me see. Blackhawks history. Skaters. Got to be Makita. Bobby Hall is the all-time goal scorer, 604. Points is Makita. You were correct. 1467. So. Wow. That's the Blackhawks. Canadians, I don't even want to look at. It's just gonna be <laughs> That's a murderer's row. They probably have five guys with more points than the Rangers. So I wasn't saved by that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay well i feel like uh, i'm not as excited anymore it's like uh but i am excited i'm glad to be back i'm glad we got this show finally on i was having some technical difficulties but uh all things are good when's this uh preseason start uh next week i think it's the first game what I think so. 
starts pretty soon. The 26th, Monday night. See? Next Monday night at the Garden against the Islanders. Oh, I better see Reeves fight uh, yeah. Matt Martin. Yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> in, I'm, in my dreams. I'm sure you will. So next Monday night. Rangers out at all. I can't wait to hear Sam's voice again. Oh, Joe, how about your Giants? The the Canadians have five guys who scored more goals in their Canadians career than Rod Gilbert did with the Rangers. How's that? Wow. And we stole them from their uh, their squads were so good that the Rattel and what you call it were available. Yes. Unbelievable. Wolf. What? From Guelph. Uh, Guelph, Gulf, whatever Guelph, they call it. I think it's Guelph, isn't it? I don't know. Do you want to talk to Connor? Nah. I, I know I'm, you're not feeling well, so. Yeah, I'm kind of done. I'm uh Connor, we'll save you for next week. I'm, I'm sorry. Spitzing over here. Uh, we, we, we're lucky we got an hour and a half out of Eddie here. He, he's really been under the weather. If he missed two hockey games, you know he's sick. Yeah, plus every time I laugh, I freaking cough, which I guess is good if I'm coughing a lot now. But I'll put you on next week. I yeah, I'm sorry, Connor. Just uh... Uh, real quick before we go, I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget because this is important and it's coming up close. Well, it's not really coming up close, but it is coming up. October the 29th. There we go. Here it is. I want to show everybody this fancy new graphic if you haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. It's pretty October cool. The 29th. There it is. Bring it up on screen. There we go. Look at that. Yeah. Thank you, Rally. October 29th. Viewing party at McHale's. Hit the wrong button. There we go. There it is. Look at that. Joe came up with a nice new graphic for us. Yeah, looks good. October 29th, we're going to McHale's Rangers taking on the Dallas Stars. We can get a first-hand look at Nils Lundqvist. He'll probably wow. score that day. If he makes the team. If he makes the team. So we're going to be at McHale's. It's up at uh, 50, I think it's 51st and 8th, something like that. Uh, better, uh, hold on. I will say, Chris, we did meet, uh, miss you at the last viewing party. You and 50, your wife were sorely missed. 51st and 8th. Yes, they broke the long streak. And uh, so, yep, come on out. We're going to have giveaways and raffles. Lundquist is going to give some giveaways. Stuff. What's that? So Niels Lundquist is going to give some stuff away. Yes, Niels Lundquist will be giving some stuff away for sure. Eddie might be giving away all his Nils Lundqvist rookie cards. You know what? I never really invested in him heavy. I was down on this guy from the beginning. Zach Jones, however, I got a lot of shit. But, uh, yeah, my Nils Lundqvist will be using it for toilet paper. Chris the Meat's going to be there. His lovely wife will be there. Awfully 009 is going to be there. Nice. I don't know I don't know if he's ever been to a viewing party because I don't know his real name. So. Uh, Chef has already said he's going to be there. Matt Morello will be there. Maybe Sean McCaff will, will, will uh, you know, make an appearance. You never know. He's been there. You know, we got number for love for you, Sean. 
Absolutely. I mean, now that you're John's a big, a big proponent of the show and his blogs and yeah, he actually and... used all my tweets as part of his story to write up about the rookie camp since uh, there was no information anywhere about it. Ah, uh, well, that's great. <coughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. My eyes. So we hope to see you all there. Look at my eyes. They're like closing as we're speaking. Uh, we love you. I'm glad you guys came back. I can't believe what next Monday is going to be the preseason. Rangers Islanders next Monday night. Yes. Can you believe it? Hockey back already. It was a short off season, Charlie Brown. I just, I got to tell you though, these preseason games used to be bloodbaths in the old days. They did. They did. And that's, a, I do miss that, but yeah, it'll be good to, to, to take a look at the guys. Want to see my boy Kraft's off making the team. He's, all right. Thanks, everybody, for being here. We love you guys. We are back. We will be back next week. I don't know, maybe Tuesday after the. Uh, if the Islanders, oh no, actually, there's a game Monday and Tuesday next week. So how about Wednesday night next week, Eddie? We can yeah. recap the first two games. We can give our evals. Yes, I, I got to check my schedule, but I'll, uh, Wednesday or Thursday? Maybe Thursday. Thursday, there's a game, too. Oh, boy. Yep. All right, I'll try. I think I might be on the road Wednesday, but if, if I am, I could call in from the road. Okay, because they play, yeah, they actually play Monday, Tuesday next week. They're off Wednesday, then they play Thursday and Friday. Oh, wow. Full week. Easy week. Get right down to it. All right. We'll see you later. Right. Take care, everybody. We love you guys. Good night, everybody. Ugh.